Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my hammers. Oh, it's like a little earthquake in Orm Church. Then I just kicked the table. In. Uh, hope everyone is safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, and hitting the bell icon so you made it many times new content on. As always, like to thank our channel uh, sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Their shops are all open. They're all open, Mark, in, uh, in Westfield, London, and Covent Garden. So you can go and you can go and look at them rather than do it online. Anyway, today's guest. Um, it's Mark, but you might not know who he is, but. It, you might know his Twitter handle, the the Pie and Mash and Liquor Tour. That's who he is. It's Mr. Pie Mash himself. It's not how you doing, Mark man. How you doing? I'm very well, Russ. Very well. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. What, what did you have for lunch today? I had two lots of pie and mash. <laughs> <laughs> double double twice. Shocking, eh? Double double twice. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We've we've liquor. We've liquor and eels. Lovely. And eels. And eels. That's, yeah. that's what separates the men from the boys is the eels, isn't it, really, I think, by all accounts? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Won't go down that road. <laughs> right. As I said, full disclosure, I, I don't like pie mash. Um, I, I, don't, I don't like pie, I'll be honest. I don't, never like pastry much. My wife and my mother-in-law absolutely love it. So any opportunity there's some pie mash going, my mum, mother-in-law and um, my wife will be devouring it. And then me and my daughter will be just like, have to make do on our own. We have to make do on our own. But uh, how's how's things for you, man? How you been? I've been good, you know, just uh, doing what we're told, don't we? Uh, yeah, stuff like that. And working, I st- I'm working, so I'm working the key working field. So I've been always cool. working through throughout the entire yeah. stuff, and uh, yeah, just either working from home or going in. So it's pretty good. Yeah, is what it is, isn't yeah, it? Mental health's been all right. Mental health's been pretty good, good. with it. So yeah. That's the main thing. That's the thing. I I think actually, although it's been horrible, obviously what what happened and what's happening rather and and, and tragic, some in terms of looking, I always try and look for positives. And one of the positives is I think mental health, like being like more forefront of people, particularly blokes as well in it. Do you know what I mean? Um, That's something I think which is good because obviously everyone's got like a newfound appreciation for him you know, making sure everyone's mental mentally well as well as physically well but um yeah yeah, yeah it's uh 
I mean, this this channel, oh, this is this is this is basically my my mental <laughs> my mental health journey because it's like it just keeps me out of trouble and keeps me like having a purpose during the during the evenings and stuff. So uh, it's either that or I have to watch reality TV shows with my wife and and you know I don't mind them, but you can only watch all Christmas movies at the moment. You know, like Channel Five Christmas movies. You know, it's like a Christmas insert name here could be a Christmas package, a Christmas cushion or christmas at home and it's all the same story I, I walk in and literally say to my wife right he's going to fall in love with her and she's going to have to go back to the big city <laughs> and she comes back at the end when it's the big concert and it's like yes i know i know i know um and and obviously you've been you've been busy on the uh obviously you've got the your, your pie and mash liquor tour uh twitter yep. I mean, yeah, that's been going for yeah. a year now, isn't it? A year and a bit now, I think, isn't it? Going on for a while, yeah. It's been going on for a while. I sort of, do you want to know how I set it up? Is that? Yes, please. You? Yeah, it's just a, it's a boring story, to be honest with you, but I love telling <laughs> the story, you know, because people yeah. are going to listen. It's great. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, I started getting into travel writing. Yeah. Sort of, I went and done a travel writing class, and I was in this geezer's course, and I was the only Londoner in the class. And he said, do something about that's about London, that if a tourist comes over, you could take them to. Yeah. So I've been brought up on Pyre Mash, and I thought, oh, Pyre Mash. So I wrote an article on Pyre Mash, and the entire class loved it, laughed it, laughed at it, and stuff like that. And I thought, this is an idea. So I looked on the Meetup website, and there wasn't one, like a Meetup Pyre Mash group. So I set one yeah, up, yeah. and it started costing a bit too money, too much money. So I moved it over to Facebook, and began off about a year and a half now, where I was doing once a month, going to a different Pyre Mash shop all over yeah. London and Essex and Kent and all that. So, and whoever wanted, if people, it was to get people to meet up with new people and, uh, yeah, and, of and chats and all this sort of stuff. And it was just nice to meet new people. And so we was doing that and and it seemed to work. It seems to be going all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that was. It's one of those things, I think, I think with, with everything that's gone in the world, like things like all like, so I'm just going to my table a bit. Um, things we've like all, all gone in the world at the moment, stuff like food and stuff is something which always brings people together. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it? Ooh. Food is always, it's like I started doing these silly little baking videos and people love, people don't love that. They love them. They probably just take the piss out of me because I can't bake. But it's something like universal. Everyone has an opinion, don't they? They have an opinion on right. how they want their, you know, how they want their pie and mash. If it's two and two, two, or if they liquor, no liquor, if it's ch chili vinegar, or whatever, you know, so it's it's something which is universal isn't it you have to eat yeah. as uh as when i spoke to canning town then about it went, yeah you've got to eat so anything to do with food is always going to be topical and uh that guy's talented isn't he? Oh, yeah he's top talented. top guy yeah lovely bloke lovely bloke and um yeah i mean he's uh, yeah it's some of his stuff got a nice got a nice car though quite nice oh, car. He? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he turned up to my door once and uh <laughs> Oh well, well, I didn't, I didn't recognise the face because obviously I, I only know like you know he didn't, he didn't look like the cartoon, you know, the big, big nose and the hat, you know. So that's what I was waiting for, and uh, yeah, nice car, but uh, no, he's a good boy back then. And and Nigel, I mean, obviously he's, he's partnering crime. Obviously Nigel, his his son has um, pie mash. They're uh, delivering. They do, they do it down Ockendon Market, but uh, I think they'll be starting again this weekend actually. Um, and he has the the takeaway pie mash delivery, and so yeah, he's good um do you get do you get people like say to you oh you should try da, 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 and you go and try it and it's not good <laughs> yeah yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah but i mean it's all acquired taste and it? it's like you said of course, yeah. it's all an acquired taste some people will not go to a pie mash shop because they'll have ice cream scoop mash 
and other yeah. people will only go to it because it's white, the mash is wiped on the plate and it's just yeah i'm not bothered to be honest i'll yeah. go anywhere try it if i like it i'll go back if i don't i won't yeah I mean, yeah fair I'll enough how, how, how many how many re- how many different pie mash places do you reckon you've eaten <sighs> to be fair years ago it was only probably about five or six i'd gone to but now yeah. it's because of this i've gone to like yeah. 20 odd I think 20 wow. within a year. So, yeah, it's sort of like, and there's more to, because more, more shops are opening, which is good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. And, um, I know over the years, many have closed. Like the one I went to, the first ever one I went to was Lediard's in West Ham Lane in Stratford. Yeah. That's where my mum's from. And that's no longer there. It's a chicken shop. But, you know, now the one I was brought up on is still here. It's in Leytonstone, so I still use that one. So, yeah. Just funny, isn't it? Stuff, isn't it? And what makes, and you know, and in your opinion, what makes, you know, what's what's the what's the key to a good pie and mash? Because it love, it's something which love, huh? love, love, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's something which I can't, I don't know why, and I think I'm just ignorant. I'll be honest. I think I'm ignorant to it a little bit because I don't, I don't eat it. So I suppose it's the same. And, and again, I'm, I know basically. Nigel and Canning Town are going to watch this because they'll piss themselves. But it's like kebabs for me, and it's like it's all the same components, isn't it? Really, I mean, but it's the quality of the meat and it's the quality of of the lettuce and our fresh. I imagine it's the same with the pie mash. Really, it's the quality of the pastry and the quality, as you said, of the whether it is in the ice cream scoops or it's smudged on and stuff like that. There's so many different variable parts to make to constitute the the best pie mash you could ever eat, isn't it? It's all they all sort of come together to make that perfect pie mash for you what's the best one yeah. you've ever eaten at the one i was brought up on which is yeah. uh noted eel and pie in leytonstone yeah i think that's the same with most people they'll always go for the place that they're brought up on sure it's always yeah, yeah, yeah. their favorite one or the best one and i remember they used to do wiped mash and then they changed it to scoop and it was like an outrage <laughs> i can't be doing this what's going on shocking but you know it's cracking i was there today and it was cracking cracking stuff i think and the geezer there the one who runs it it's a family it's obviously family run and he he gets yeah. the meat from the market and he debones yep. it himself he minces it himself so it's all fresh oh yeah, fresh yeah, meat. yeah, yeah. So it's, you know it's all it's all the good stuff it's not like it's just bought from waitrose or Lidl. it's, it's yeah. straight from the proper meat market and he cuts it all up himself oh fair so play yeah yeah that's cool yeah. i'll have to i'll have to i'll have to make a jaunt there one day to for the old mother-in-law and uh, and and the wife, yeah. But you're right. It's like the, everyone has has their favourite pie mash shop, and then they everything's compared to that, isn't it? So it's like that's 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 the pinnacle. Whenever it's it's not as good or almost as good. It's not like it's not usually better than the one that is their favourite because it's that's their right. favourite, isn't it? So yeah, I could yeah. And I, I'm exactly the same with kebabs. I'll be honest, I'm exactly the same with kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice because obviously you go to the same shop or you know your favorite shop so they know you and the fact you've gone in twice you know today or you've gone in and bought double double um you know you've obviously you spend a lot of money at their shop so they're, they're they're more likely they're more likely to welcome you with open arms isn't it and stuff it's the same with me and the kebabs well that's the thing it's cheaper than the other food yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, like it's like eight quid i think for this that will sort me out for the rest of the day it's just that i'm greedy so i sort of like had it twice <laughs> <laughs> why not why not, why not? Yeah, you know right. nice too short twice. exactly right. nice too twice. short yeah. isn't it you know if this if this if, all, if everything that's gone on is, is telling us one thing it's it's life can just change uh, literally in a blink of an eye can you i remember like last year like I remember being at west ham last year this time last year 
talking in very very vague terms about this this virus that's in china saying mm. oh yeah yeah i know i've been thinking now nah, i won't come over here it's like it's like bird flu and sars and stuff it's just like you know and then within the space of like six weeks the world's turned on its head isn't it and and football's turned on its head and everything's turned on its head and you know n- only now can we start seeing like this all you know slight light at the end of the tunnel so why not have double double absolutely in it absolutely why not <laughs> why not <laughs> i love it i love it i love it but you know and obviously you know we're, we're here we do we're here to talk about west ham and stuff as well obviously um and you know it's the same thing why not have a double double why not enjoy the fact we're fifth in the league you know fifth in the why league. Not? can you <laughs> I'm the same. We could go third on Saturday. Actually, when is this going to come out? This is going to come out Saturday. This will come out, yeah, before we, yeah. It was just coming on the Saturday, I think. Maybe it might be on the Sunday. Oh, cool. Um, we could have come. We'll just edit it. We could have been third if we won. We had a draw today. There we go. Just we've covered all three now. So we're all right. We're okay. But yeah, it's crazy, isn't it, at the moment? It's crazy. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's West Ham all over, though, isn't it? Don't yeah. you think? All over. Just when, just when you think that's it, you know, beginning of the season, you know, all that fictionist came out. We're thinking, oh, that's it. We are down already, you know. And it's like the Moist Sai has done it, man. The Moist Sai has yeah. done it. Yeah. It's a lovely thing. Yeah. It's a lovely thing. And um, I just, I just like seeing the team having a, having a go. Do you know what I mean? They just got a, got a bit about them at the moment. I can't. Believe, I was thinking about it the other day. The last time I can think of a team that had a sort of a, a plan they seem to have like a plan there's clearly like you know a, a, a plan with Moyes. it's probably big sam probably the big sam era it was boring football you know it wasn't like but he had an idea and it was a bloody single-minded vision and, and, he, and, he, and he executed it and uh fair play man it's nice to see us it's be like lucky good, as well it's a good sort of like rapport they've got it's like good camaraderie as well yeah it's like they're all playing together yes you know i mean they all get on well and i think that's a massive thing massive Huge. part of while we're doing pretty good yeah it is it's huge man it's huge and and but not just like the the guys on the pitch the backroom staff seem to be all one in one you know a bit like the old west ham that i call it the old west ham sort of the early 90s where if, if it's if it kicked off it all kicked off you know and it was like it's the same with the backroom staff i mean them and john terry then basically versus john terry on on the, on monday um brilliant <laughs> And like Dave, Dave Billows, who's become really famous. No one knew who he was, the sports, the, the sports psychologist bloke or the sports scientist bloke. He was like, it was like, who's this? He's got book. Who's he? And it's, it's like David Billows, bless him. He's become famous. But yeah, oh, I love it. It's just a nice, it's just a, a great vibe. And obviously Saturday, you know, we'd had you know two thousand people come in. Um, it's a start, man, isn't it? It's a start, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. No, it's against Man United as well. So even with 2,000 people in there, it should still be relatively good atmosphere. Yeah, but yeah I was looking at the be. rules. They're not allowed to do certain stuff, are they? No, there's there's, there's so, real restrictions. Mm. Um, I mean, we've, we've we've spoken about it on the channel before. It's like, you know, some people are cluck, clucking to get in. They're clucking to get back, you know, and it's like, fair enough. You know, some people are like, mm, I'll come back when there's 75% of people in there which is fair enough mm. um it's going to be weird it's going to be strange but for those two thousand people they can say they've been there as well in it and right. in in seeing the west ham game you know at the stadium first time for about i don't know 10 months or something ridiculous like that i don't know exactly but uh 
yeah. yeah, no, it's it's going to be strange, but it's nice. It'd be nice to get to people there because it's it's weird. I mean, obviously, I'm there each each home game. It's weird. It's quiet. Um, I mean, you know, it's play, it's playing havoc with my parking now. I'll be honest, Mark. You know, I'm not getting the car park space. I don't think anymore. So, you know, one hand giveth, the other taketh away. But no, nah, I can't wait, man. Because it's just it's just otherwise it's just, there's no even with two thousand there'll be some feedback. You know, so you can. Obviously, I couldn't. I could. I'm in this box, and I can't hear nothing. All I can hear is I know when it's loud because the floor rumbles, because it's like made of steel. But I can't feel, and it's just nice to go out at half time, and you can you'll be able to hear fans talking rather than journalists typing. That's basically what yeah. I can't wait to hear. Um, yeah. Very very strange, but um, but anyway, uh, he he digresses as always. Um, fifteen minutes in, first question. That's pretty good <laughs> for me today, to be honest. Um. Now I can probably guess the answer because no, why West Ham, Mark? Why is your why is it your club, man? No choice, Russ. No choice. Yeah. I was I was brought up with you know, my entire lot, entire family of West Ham. So my dad was West Ham, my mum, my grands, my family on that on my dad's side, my family on my mum's side, everyone's West Ham. So yeah. I didn't really have a choice. My older brother was a season ticket holder when I was growing up, so he was over there all the time. Um Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie, I weren't into football at the beginning. No. When I was a kid. No, no, no. Try, I really weren't into it. And uh, I was born in the, I should have I should have remembered the 86 season. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. how old was I? I was about eight or nine. Don't remember yeah. it. How gutted is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> but it wasn't on telly, oh, really. It wasn't uh, no, the telly right. bands, you know, so you didn't make it a lot of the game. So, yeah, it makes sense. Fair enough. So, yeah, I didn't really have any other choice, really, if I'm honest. It was, but it's just... When you go over there, at Upton Park, I was over there right around about I remember one of my first games. I don't know if it was my first game, but it was just the atmosphere. Yeah. I was a small kid and you're just in the in the in the North Bank and there was just crowds of people. It was before seating yeah. all seating, wasn't it? So it was just everyone yeah. standing up and there was just this constant singing and it was tight and it was just saying there's just saying fucking excuse my language, sorry. No, saying so, poetic so. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know what I mean? And I just thought this is amazing. And that was one of the games I remember was we drew two all with Aston Villa and Alan McAnally scored twice. It was just before he went off to Munich. And I think yeah. Devonshire scored for West Ham that day. Or oh, it was an own goal, but it was his goal, but they gave it to an own goal. So I remember seeing Devonshire play. And wow. that guy was pretty pretty good, wasn't he? He <laughs> wasn't bad for five grand, was it? How oh, fine match you get for that? Yeah, but you know what oh, I mean? He's yeah. uh He's, uh, it's funny, isn't it? you're right, it's not about necessarily, I mean, it's quite funny when people talk about their first games and stuff, they don't necessarily, the, 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 the result is not usually the first thing they say, do you know what I mean, it's usually about, and it was, you was like, I, I remember, I think I remember my first game, but what I remember was, and you went into sort of the sensory of it all, you know, sort of the, the camaraderie, the togetherness, Oh, and it's like almost as an afterthought, oh, I only drew two, or, or I only lost five, two, or so, you know, and that's, and that's why I think, that's that's what I think people have really missed is that camaraderie. You can't you can you can get some reaction doing like this type of thing, but it's that sort of everyone together, everyone shouting at the linesman, everyone you know shouting at the opposition, or you know. So it, it, I mean that's the type and going for a beer like pre-match, yeah. and they're going to the boats or the supporters clubs or whatever, and um, win lose or win was it was it win draw or no draw win lose always on the booze whatever it is you know and, and that's what i think people are really missing and so the sooner we can get back and do that the better isn't it and uh yeah it's uh it's 
it's one of those things where I think with Upton Park particularly, it was it was a sensory overload, wasn't it? Really, particularly as you said, for a little kid like yourself, there's so. I mean, that's probably the first time you've seen so many people yeah. in a space. I was thinking about it today. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about my first game. My first game, I think there was. Um, Oh, Len told me it was, I think it's about literally like 11,000 people at my first game. It was like we played Oxford United in 92. And um, no wonder we got a ticket. So fucking 11,000 people turned up. But um, it was, I'd never seen that many people in one place. Yeah. I've never heard that level of singing, that noise, that swearing as well, yeah, you know, to the degree yeah. that you could get away with it a bit. Um, yeah. And just all the smells, all the smells like the cut Both grass. Them. Bovril, yeah, the burger vans, you know, like where, and that's like Ken's calf, and that's that yeah. that cheap burger smell. I can never. I actually the other day, the other day, I, I I mentioned it. I was walking past an old a uh, fish and chip shop, nowhere near me really, and I could and it, that I got the waft of that sort of cheap burger smell, and it took me straight back. It was really weird. It was like a, little, a bit cathartic. I just stood there for a bit and just went how weird it's like literally all the emotions came back of like that first game and seeing the pitch and and seeing west ham concede after 30 seconds and all that stuff and you know it all set me up for the for the next i think it was 20 i think it was 28 years last week was the first game I went to but uh wow. no it's great man it's great but no i love wow. it it's 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 fun in it and as you said being a way, and we said when we said, I'll oh, enjoy it, we got to enjoy the fact that we're going to be fifth in the league because we know there's going to be a speed bump, we know it's going to happen, in it. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. It's like that, absolutely. it's like that really crap James Bond move, you know, when the villains got, got James Bond and it's a really slow laser going between his legs, and you know, you just know it's going to come, but you know, you, you can't enjoy the journey, so to speak, you can't enjoy the rest, you know, you're waiting for that, that laser to hit him. And it's the same, yeah. you know, it's going to come with a loose, yeah, we'll turn like Burnley will turn us over or something like that. <laughs> it's the West Ham way, isn't it? It's the West Ham way. And that's why I love them. That's why I love it. Because you oh, never man. know, but you never know when that game's going to happen. So you've got to watch every game. Um, right. It's like it's like a Spurs game. The amusement was, you know, I was quite amusing 3-0 down. It was like, oh, West Ham, such a West Ham thing. And then, you know, half time when we go to my wife, I'm going to just, Watch it in the front. See how many. See how many more we concede in the second half. Oh, West Ham, you know. And then obviously, what happened happened. And then my, my mother-in-law running in, thinking I'd turned my ankle because I'd screamed like Anzini. Go! Ah! <laughs> what a goal, though. Eh? What a goal. Oh, you know, it, it was nice for him as well because he's like been in and out of, in, of injuries, and he's never really replicate that first season did it with lanzini i mean he, he burst onto the scene him and Pyatt were like just worked weren't it that season i mean such a season that was that was amazing you know and, and you know it's nice to see you know i mean it's like we had um it's like we talked you know we interviewed like trev sinks the other day and obviously they finished fifth that season didn't they with under harry and um it was, you know, just and just like just thinking about that again, you know, your mind drifts and it's like, yeah, dear, you know, I'm not getting, not getting carried away, but you know, I've, I've just, I do, I do, I have just downloaded the Champions League theme tune just for just for next season, <laughs> just so it's on the iPad ready, you know. <laughs> oh, I wonder, I'd forget sacked when I played that on Saturday. Could you imagine the champions? Off you go, Russ. Okay. <laughs> Um, one day, one day. No, I'm joking. Um, right, let, let, let's let's go and talk about your your eleven then, Mark. So oh. I said, 
oh, so I can tell there's been some late night, almost X Factor esque when you're picking your groups. You've got oh, all the Polaroids man. out. Oh, don't. <laughs> That's why I thought we'd do it now for you change your mind another four times, to be honest. Oh, it's been um, more than four times I've changed my mind. It's all, yeah. Oh, it's been good, though. I've enjoyed it's it. Good. It's been good. Yeah, I, was it, yeah. doing, I was really looking at all the old games and stuff like that. Yeah. That was in my time, was in my time. And yeah, it's still a tough one, though, Russ. Still a tough he one. Is. He's a tough one. He's a tough one. Um, it's it's one of those things where I think when, when, you, when, you, when you're doing it, and obviously we've spoken about, you know, you go, oh, he's, yeah, oh, God, so many different players. And, you know, as we said, and, and you know, and, and you, sort of, you came up with an idea, like, you know, in terms of, a, a caveat so to speak and i think that makes things a little bit easier probably not thinking about it again that caveat because actually go on you you you, you go through what what your sort of criteria was mark and then we'll, was, we'll discuss that afterwards it was sort of players that played for west ham over, over 100 league appearances yeah that was the main one i went <laughs> with and to be fair the two guys i had as my strikers didn't have over 100 league appearances, which really surprised me. So I yeah. had to take them out, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, it did narrow it down a bit, but it still didn't help. <laughs> so I thought, as a, what you told me, I thought, that's a really good idea. And I thought, actually, it's probably not, because if anything, it just it just literally hones it down to probably all the best players because they all the best all the all the all the, the players that are closest to west ham hearts because they played over 100 games for the club and yeah. so uh yeah anyway right we'll, we'll, we'll do it for, for change been hammer of the year a few times as well of course they would yeah they would have had to be as well wouldn't it just because when you play that many many games you're always going to be hammer you know you're going to be there or thereabouts um it's like uh it's like when we was doing i did a quiz yesterday for american hammers and one of the questions was Hammer the Year 2015-16 season. And it was, lucky I wasn't being, it wasn't my question. But he, he said Aaron Cresswell. And I was like, bollocks he was. But it was, I think it was Aaron Cresswell. And I didn't know if it was the right answer. Wow. Um, but yeah, because I think it was. Oh, do you know, I should have actually checked before I said it. Because guaranteed some said, no, it wasn't Aaron Cresswell. It was da 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 um, But yeah, um, and Hammer of the Year, Hammer of the Year. Hammer, yes, was named Hammer of the Year and Player of the Players Hammer of the Year. In the, it was a fourteen fifteen series, so it's not fifteen sixteen. Now it was the last season of bowling, but yeah, fourteen fifteen. Fair play, fair play to him. Um, See, so yeah, and, and and players like him, players like Cresswell. You know, the whole thing with Moyes. I mean, I've got this. I've coined this phrase, Moyesification. To Moyesify is the verb, and and he's and he's like a different player than he was under Pellegrini. Um, Antonio's been moisified. Masuaku's been moisified. Exactly. I mean, you wouldn't give a shit a year ago if he was injured on international duty. But when there was a rumour <laughs> that he came back early at the beginning of the season, injured, we were like, oh my God, that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, who's going to play there now? It's it's funny, isn't it? Our players, their turn of form, and then they become so integral. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's just great. No, I just think it's brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Right, okay. So who's gonna be in goal for this Centurion eleven then, Mark? Right, Gan Ludo. Ludo McClosco. God bless. Ludo McClosco. Comes from near Moscow, doesn't he? Yes. He did I remember I I, I when I was a youngish lad and I was in his presence, so to speak, um he definitely and I'm I, I 
if I dreamt it, it must be a very elaborate dream. But I swear he introduced himself to a bloke next to me who was like he was like a bloke. I was only like a kid, and he goes, "I'm Ludo. I don't come from near Moscow." I swear he said that. I swear he said that. And if not, it was a great story you should have said. But yeah, top bloke. Um, just he just sprang onto the scene, didn't he? Really, this yeah. sort of we didn't know where it was from. And actually, we was interviewing a guy yesterday who claims that he was at the game that's that that someone came up with that song. He just started. This kid started singing it, and everyone looked at him and went, "What?" It doesn't come in Russia. He's from, he's from Czechoslovakia. But then it all just started. And then the fact we still sing the song yeah. 30 years on. Yeah. Mental. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just found him such an incredible, powerful, powerful goalkeeper. Yeah. I mean, he was just... Because we had... Because um, I think Phil Parks was still was second choice to him at one stage still, wasn't he? I'm sure it was Phil oh, Parks. Because we had Alan McKnight. Yeah. Alan McKnight. Yeah. We bought Alan McKnight from Celtic, didn't we? And he was in goal for a while. Yeah. Remember Alan McKnight? I think they called him. Yeah, McKnight, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. McKnight, man, bless him. Yeah, yeah, shame, <laughs> shame. And um, but then he turned up, and he just, yeah, there was something special about him. He made a lot of mistakes, but he pulled off some incredible, incredible saves. I mean, I just, yeah, I just, I just really like. I just childhood thing, isn't it? You know what I mean, just yeah, that big, it's true. Always, goal, just thought, he was just so big, and he was so different, obviously, from someone like Parksy, who was obviously mm. just big. Well, he was just athletic, wasn't he? Really athletic. He used to kick the ball funny as well. Sort of on the side. He had almost like sideways on. Um, and, you know, any time he played Man United, he pulled out a worldie, didn't he? That's, that's right. What he that's what he always right. did it. Always did right. it, bless him. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, top, top guy. I like, love him. Love him, love him, love him. Um, and, and just a lovely bloke as well. Do you know what I mean? And they, they all are of that era, I think. They're, I mean, everyone we've, everyone we've had in the channel, all the ex-players, they're all lovely. They're all just like so. They're just so thankful to have, you know, had the support of West Ham fans. Even, even to their sort of like, even to some of their debt, not their detriment, but even, you know, like I always think of someone like John Pansil. <laughs> John Pansil, when I interviewed him, he was a lovely bloke, so friendly, so like lovely. And and he he said something to me. He said, "Oh yeah, I loved I loved West Ham. The fans, they all adored me." And I sat there for about a minute, just letting him talk. Just say, okay, John, you believe it, mate. They'd all sing my name along the chicken run. I was like, yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I don't remember that, John, I'll be honest. But he played 15 game, games best year. But I, I don't care. Played? I think, yeah, I think he only played like 15 or so games, like started. Um, and, and then he, uh, yes, and then. I think he had a lot of sub appearances. Um, uh, yeah, we have a look again because I'm like, naturally, he, he played 37 times. And there, Johnny Pantsil played. There we go. Uh, yes, thank you. He played nine appearances, he made nine starts, 15 sub appearances. There we wow. go. But yeah, he was only here for two years, bless him. But yeah, and his name because it was like Pantsil, but he'd spell it Paintsil, and there was never no one ever knew how to spell his name properly. Anyway, it's like Suchek. Uh, it's like the one on the um, the guy on the TV calls him something different, like Sourcheck. Sourcheck, um, yeah. And it, it's like Kufal, and it should be Kufal, but apparently he likes to pronounce it Sufal. I don't understand. It. Anyway, Lydia McClough goes in. <laughs> 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 Who's next, Mark? You go as, as you've got them on your bit of paper, or whatever, mate. Right. I'm actually going for the right back, even though I, I preferred, I saw him a lot more as a centre back. But 
Sure. I struggled with the right back one. I'm going with Steve Potts. Oh, I love him. I just, I just found him. He was just ever present. He was a, you know, he just, yeah, yeah. Just reliable. He was perfect, perfectly reliable, and he scored his only mm. goal as a right back as well, didn't he? He did. I mean, he did. We did a, yeah. um, we did a, sh- did a show for him a couple of weeks ago, um, like completely dedicated to Steve Potts and me and 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 Martin, who's the announcer at West Ham I work with. He uh, he he put the the clips together, and one was the goal, the goal. Um, his goal, but apparently just before he showed, just he had a better chance just before that game, that goal um, for, for against Hull City, and someone's first game was that game as well. Um, but yeah, top, he's just a lovely bloke. Again, yeah. dependable, would always be there. I think sometimes he would often get not overlooked um, when you're looking at centre backs or right backs in general at West Ham or centre backs particularly at West Ham because he was always there, wasn't he? Always there. Mm-hmm. And if 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 he if he you know despite he played you know I think four I think eventually they rounded up to five hundred and six I think, um, but uh, yeah I just love him love him love him yeah, no, trying well. to get him on the show but he's very he's very shy he's a shy man Steve is he's very shy bless him so is Ludo actually he's they're both quite shy um, right so we'll put Stevie P in oh I love Steve Potts right okay <laughs> <laughs> I think he's great hey, go on, who's next over Right, so I'm going to go for a centre back. Yep. Right. I've chopped and changed this one over and over again. Not because of, just because it's, he, he, I saw him only a couple of times, really, but because of who he is, I've got to put him in as Billy Bonds. Yeah, you saw him play, so he's in. Yeah, so he's in, isn't he? Just, yeah. I think the guy's just an absolute beast of a man. You know I mean, gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Beast, beast on, on the, the pitch. pitch. Yeah. Guys so humble. All that. Yeah, oh God, he's such a and, and such a humble bloke. You know, I can't remember I was interviewing someone, and they said I think it might be Matt Lorenzo or someone like that. And his dad used to interview Billy, and and literally he would after a game he'd literally get a pack of four from the fridge, and literally be dripping sweat and dripping wet out of the shower, and in the car back back home, and it's like yeah. fair play, yeah. you know what I mean? Famously, he didn't turn up to the last game at Upton Park because of all the trouble. And um, he was in the car with his family, his, his grandkids, and didn't want to put them in any harm. Turned around and came back. So, again, I, I, I respect that. Do you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. I mean, he had the stand named after him. You know, that was a yeah. terribly emotional day. Oh, um, man. Oh. Yeah. I think the guy, he, was just, he just had everything. I mean, he just was that. He knew when he was on there, he'd just give it. Or even as a manager, he wanted to be. Yeah. What he tried, he tried. Yeah. It is, yeah, and it's just like, and that's what I like about certainly. I mean, these three already you've picked. You don't, you didn't have to worry about them putting a shift in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like nowadays, I think with, and someone mentioned, I think it was, um, oh, I think it was we interviewed a, a guy called Hashtag Jacko the other day, um, and he said, you know, when you look at a team sheet now and you see play, certain players on there, you 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 wince a little bit, like, is he gonna is he gonna put it in today? You know where. Pozzo, Pozzi, Bonzo, Ludo, you knew they'd give, they're going to give their all. And yeah. so that's one thing you'd have to worry about. You know, if, you, if, you're not, if, you're not, if you're not good enough, technically, that's not your fault. You know, the fact is we put you, they, management, so, someone's put you in a claret and blue shirt. But as long as you fight for that claret and blue shirt, that's all people could ask, isn't it? If you give them your all. Um, yeah, it's so, such a simple game it can be. All right, okay, we'll put Bonzo in then. Good old Bonzo. 
Right. Who's next? Who's and next? With him is Rio. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's a nice pairing. Yeah. Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Perfect. Yeah. Two completely like you have Rio and Billy together. You know what I mean, oh. sort of like. Yeah, I just thought that guy. I saw him when I when he ah, oh, he was just just had this. He was just glided, glide, mm. you know. And I just really enjoyed that team around about that time. That team was incredible as well, really. Oh, it's a great I mean, team. We had, uh, I mean, it was just superb. It was a great team, and I think with Rio as well. And you're, that's a that's a great point about gliding. The best players do in it. They don't run; they glide. I remember mm. seeing not West Ham player at Upton Park, but Thierry Henry when they were in their pomp, when Arsenal were in their pomp, and he was like, I'd watch him, and he was almost like he was ice skating. He was like so smooth running across the pitch, and I was thinking, oh, <laughs> it was like, I really wanted him. And then when we had Freddie Canuta, I was like, that's it, we've got, we've got him, I'm re. No, <laughs> just didn't fulfill his position. Anyway, good old Rio, love him. Top yeah, guy. absolutely. Top um, guy. Left back, I yeah. think, got to be Julian. Yeah. Definitely. Julian Dix, just yeah, everything there. I, I think the guys just, just love that man. Love yeah. that man. He, get, he was another one who gave it all. And really, all back that four, that four back four there, all sort of very much leaders as well. We've all been yeah, captains yeah. or whatever. So yeah, well, I'm pretty really, sure. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I mean, Rio was captain Rio, obviously yeah. of, of Man United and stuff. He's a little bit older, but yeah, they they're all all the back four have been captains yeah. sometime in their career, isn't it? And um, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, and and Julian was just like, I don't know. We keep. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you know, it's the, the words, the same words you sort of when you talk about Julian to everyone else. But it's like he was just, he was just such a uh, being a left back. It wasn't a particularly glamorous position. It was. Yeah, it's not. It's not exciting. But he made it exciting, and and he. He he was like a conductor of that crowd at Upton Park, yeah. wasn't he? If he wanted to kick, if he wanted, if he wanted to get everyone going again, he would kick Jonathan Spence in the head, yeah. or he'd, <laughs> you know, he would do one of his yeah, or he'd do a. I mean, he scored the first ever goal I saw at West Ham, which was one of his thirty-yard pingers into the top corner, uh, and yeah, it was just great, great, great guy, and. Um, and you know, it's nice. I mean, I, I like the fact that obviously he's he's doing stuff with Slav at West Brom. Good luck to him. Um, didn't really. I mean, obviously this the season it worked well, and then obviously it fell. The wheels fell off a little bit in season two. Um, but I don't think that's that's will tarnish people's view of Julian because he was never really sort of, he was never really involved, was he? And that's he, he was part of the coaching staff, but not part of the coaching staff, wasn't yeah. it? In terms of that sort of yeah. thing, he was just there as a. I mean, now he's obviously very much part of West Brom's coaching stuff, but uh, but uh, yeah, they're doing all right though. It'd be nice to see. I'd I'd hope hope they'd um like obviously we missed Scott because obviously Scott came back, didn't they? Uh, with Fulham and there was no fans in the crowd, and that'd have been nice. Um, I hope with West Brom. I mean, he's, he's obviously came back last year in the cup, didn't they? So and uh, they beat us, if I remember. <laughs> Normally away, right. Normally anyway, as long as there's a Stockport County in the Ian Dowie oh, derby. Good old Ian Dowie, yeah, I remember oh. that game. Oh my god, best goal he ever scored, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> that be on that's gonna be on BBC that one. You'd think they would replay. I'm I'm sure when that draw was made, Ian's face dropped at home, thinking, <laughs> Oh my god. But maybe like the royalties in terms of the, the video replays, you know. But um yeah, 
bless him, Ian Derry Derby. Right, who's in mid? Let's go into midfield then. Right, <laughs> sorry, Ian. First, the first centre right. Yeah, I love it. I actually really enjoyed Ian Derby. Was yeah, I, I, did. I did like him. Um, first strike, first midfielder, central midfielder, was Scotty Parker. Oh, there we go. So you just mentioned him. Yeah, I just yeah, hammer of the year. I think what twice in a row, maybe three, three, three in a row. Yeah, three in a row. Yeah, he gives. He always gave it, didn't he? Great leader, yeah. Just always, always got stuck in. Knew you'd get it, like you said about the other guys. A shift, he'd always give a shift. Oh. Used to love watching. He used to sit there and just watch him. We just, yeah, love that man. He would used to crawl. I mean, we we used to. I see him come out of the players' entrance sometimes, like hobbling. He'd put so much into a game. Um, I just think it's great, and it's it's one of those really frustrating things that there was all that animosity after he'd left. Um, and you look how some people leave, um, and mm-hmm. and he left the right way. He, I mean, he still was playing, weren't he? he? Still played the day before. I think he played Watford. I think he scored. I think um, in the championship. And people, you know, people who maybe were critical of him going to Tottenham on in the summer were literally walking Declan Rice out the door. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like it's so, so weird. West Ham, we're so fickle, aren't we, as a bunch? But uh, no, he was just a man, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he totally. carried that team, carried that totally. team for three years. Totally. Does a good yeah. stuff with the streets as well, doesn't he? Have you been hearing his yeah. interviews where we got the streets yeah, it's behind? Brilliant. That's it's brilliant, superb. isn't it? But it just shows you he's like got that sort of old and like modern and old mixture, just right. He's like an old school, has old school values, but he's in this sort of mod. And he's, I, I like a player, I like a manager who turns up. He looks. He looked good. I mean, that man, that Fulham game. He he, he bought a new new J and new blazer for that. That's for sure. He looked. <laughs> he looked good. He looked good. Bless him. But uh, um, right, Scotty Pig's in. Right. Who's next, man? Michael Carrick. Oh, lovely. So I went for That's him because I just remember seeing it. Right, one of the I think it was against Crystal Palace in the Championship because he stayed with us. And I just remember. I think yeah. it was Palace. Yeah. Just being up in Park and saw him beat two players without touching the ball. Yeah, I just thought that guy's just—he just—he had something. I mean, he had something. But to be honest, I think he could have been better than what Man United got him to. I think he could have been so much more. Mm. So I just found him—he was probably one of our best midfielders for a while. Well, definitely, at one stage. he was. Just, well, he's, yeah, he's one again. He's not one of those players who, you know, maybe wasn't in people's. Yeah, for a lot of people, they they might not put him straight in the team uh, if they were like putting their dream team down, so to speak. But Every team he's left, he's left and gone to another team. They haven't been able to replace him. So, so right. we never really replaced him. Spurs never really replaced him. Man United never really replaced him either. And um, he's just part, you know, there's certain players who just go about their business and he should have played more games for England. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, as you said, he should have been, at, you know, he should have done probably better or gone to a higher level than he did at Man United. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so, just quality, he's a quality player. And you said a bit like, you know, I think people, when, it, when they, because I never saw Trevor Brookin play or anything like that. And people said the same thing about Trevor Brookin, how he would literally beat a player without moving just by the way, the way he moved his body or just let the ball come across him. And, and Carrick was always had time, always had time in the ball, for, even for like, yeah. as a young lad. And that's, that's a real talent. But um, yeah, go on in. We'll put Mikey Carrick in. Right. Good shout. I mean, there was there was a lot of other midfield, central midfielders. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. We, we're spoiled for choice. We John Monker, we've done all that. Oh. Like what? Oh. Um, Alan Devonshire. We're going to go for Alan yeah. Devonshire. Good old Dev. Go. I was able to see him a couple of times because he was injured most of the time towards the end. Mm. But yeah, 
but he, the guy, I mean, he was a glider, pure unadulterated yeah. glider. Yeah. 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 He was just. And he what really think himself. Yeah. Go on, you can, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just thinking he could have. I don't know. He, there was a there was a goal he could have reached more than where he got to. I know he got injured. Yeah. But it was, it was yeah. Another level, really, wasn't he? Oh, it's true. Yeah, he was. The old videos of him as well. We just think, Jesus. Well, it's like I always, I always envisage the people like Dev, Brookham, these guys who were who were who were magicians, really. What they would be like on the bowling greens of the Premier League games now, you know what I mean? Because they won some shit, and vice versa. I'd like to see Messi on that pitch when we beat Chelsea four 0 at Stamford Bridge. You know, could he do that? Could he do what McAvenny did? And I don't think he could. You know, so. um but Dev, yeah. And again, you know, nowadays when footballers are so one-dimensional, it seems that, you know, I always look at someone like Michael Owen. When Michael Owen got injured and did his hamstring, he was never the same player because he couldn't run to that. And that he's, his game was purely about pace. Yeah. Dev was the same. It was all about pace, but he got injured and had to reinvent himself as this sort of tricky, more tricky wing, you know, like skillful. And, uh, oh, he's just brilliant. And a lovely bloke. Top, top guy. He's a manager yeah. of a non-league club now, isn't he? Maiden, right? Yeah, the Maidenhead now. Yeah, they're doing all right this season. But I think he's got, if I'm right, I think he might, I don't think he's got, he might, I don't think it's COVID. But he had something. I don't, no, he had knee, I don't know, COVID, he had his knee done. He had knee surgery. So he's been out for a couple of weeks. Very similar. So, yeah, very similar. Yeah, well, he's just, nowadays, when anyone's injured or out, you assume they've got COVID now. But no, he's not. Apologies, no. He had, he had knee surgery. And so he was out for a couple of weeks. So I think his assistant manager took over. But they're doing oh. all right, I think, Maidenhead this year. So, yeah, good on him. Yeah, lovely bloke. Lovely guy. Good. Right, okay. Dev is in. Um, who's next? Who's next, Mark? Next, Joe Cole. Oh, there we go. Need I say more? Need I say more? No, definitely not. He's a top, 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 top talent. Just like, just like, I don't know, Joe Cole, he was just like, again, you know, you talk about people reaching their potential, and obviously, you know, and he was another one, wasn't he, really, who, when you saw him as a kid, you know, that 1999 FAU Cup final, you know, putting eight past Chris Kirkland or nine past Chris Kirkland, you know, to where he, he obviously... That was the Joe Cole that I think, and it, by his own omission, you know, he was on a he's, he does a podcast with Tom Davis. It's quite a good one, and um, and he was saying he was always he's always been a street footballer. Yeah, no, it's good. It's um, I think what I want to say it's by it's with, I think it's Joe. I think it's Joe Media or Coral or something like that. Yeah, they get they had like uh, they, had, they get good guests. Obviously, they got they had Shearer. I don't know why I'm promoting other things, but anyway, they had Shearer. They had Wainbridge. And someone else they've had on the three. I think he just started three episodes. It's quite good. Joe, Joe speaks so so well as a footballer, yeah. anyway. And yeah. Tom's a good Tom's a good uh, yeah full guy, so to speak. But he said Joe said he was always a street footballer, and you can see that when he was like when he was when he was with us, it was like, you know, you're not in a, you're not in a position. You're there, just 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 play, and that's when he was at his best. Um, that's right. He wasn't allowed to do that at Chelsea, really, was he? No, no, he wasn't. No, and and now I don't think any. And to be honest, even now I don't think kids can do that anymore in terms of their they're put into positions so early on as a career that that you know when you used to have the free role, you know, you don't get a player with a free role anymore now. Um, mm. I mean, even you know, sniper himself, Grealish. I mean, he him and he's sort of a little bit like that, isn't he? Um, he just walks about and stuff, and but he still has defensive duties he has to 
look after you know run about i don't know if he does but you know it doesn't he doesn't have that sort of proverbial free role anymore now where i think that's where joe cole would have would have thrived um yeah yeah but yeah just top top guy as well lovely bloke as well speaks very highly of the club speaks very highly of in football you know i think he's brilliant as an analyst on B- bt sport fantastic yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant man he absolutely is. brilliant yes i do like him um striker yeah go for it <sighs> paolo di Canio. Ah, oh, when you pick that team, I said if 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 PDC wasn't in it, I think there could have been a few because he was just. I mean, you know, it's just Paolo, isn't he? He's just Paolo. He's one of those players. But as soon as you say the name, you smile. Yeah, because because yeah. just everything he 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 brought to the game. You, you know, you you're excited to go to West Ham watching him. Not necessarily even the game, but just him. Just him. You mentioned people like right. yeah. You meant to be like John Moncur and stuff like that. You'd go to watch them be John Moncur, not necessarily, yeah. you know. <laughs> and it was the same, nutter, absolute nutter. But just, I love John Moncur. By the way, I just thought I'd say, I just want to get. I just want John Moncur oh, was one of my favourite midfielders. It's just that loved him. I, I fancied them too, but yeah, I loved him. Yeah, he, was, think, he got yeah. everywhere, didn't he? He was here, he was there, he was everywhere. Just that, yeah, just just yeah. like the song exactly. But uh, yeah. but Paolo was just like a, a well. He's just Paolo, isn't he? He was. He was. <laughs> just, just a fantastic player, skillful. Um, Did you go to the Noble testimonial? Yeah, so he was doing the stuff. He was, was, yeah, was, was, was working. There, he? Yeah. he did come on. I'm sure I saw him. There. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And, I, mean, the, I mean, the Tony Carr one, I remember particularly well as well, because yeah, yeah. he ended up playing for both teams famously. He played a half of Tony, and, he, he, and then Tony went to go in for a cup of tea, came out and Paolo put the other shirt on and he'd gone and played in the other <laughs> half. And yeah, no, he's, he's great. You know, he's just a nutter. And he just, he just, you know, sometimes, sometimes a player and a club just work together and, yeah. and it just worked. You know, we loved him. He loved us. And it doesn't always work like that. You know, sometimes the love is only one way. Dimitri right. Payet, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it just works. And, you know, I mean, he, he Paolo's the, the best player I've ever. Not not the technically best player, but just like the best player because I think you've got like technicality. He's, I'd say probably Pyatt was better, but for me, he had the skill, but he also had that sort of passion. And I think he's making it Italian or whatever, but I just loved him. He was just such a good yeah, laugh. He was. He, could go. he didn't know. You didn't know yeah. what Paolo was going to turn up, did you? And that's no. that's why I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Right. PDC is in. God bless him. Right. This is the tough one, Russ. This is the tough one because I did the hundred, the hundred games. Yeah, I had, to, I had to take. Can I tell you the guy who I took out? Because I think Go this guy in. would have been, he would have been the best striker we had had in years, and I love yeah. watching him. Dean Ashton. Yeah. You now yeah. what? Can I stick with him? Can I stick with? Yeah, him? yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah, because he should have. He should have had a hundred games. Totally. Totally. He <laughs> was great. He had it all, really. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. I used to say he was across. He had Shearer and Sheringham inside one man. That's what. Great he was. shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Very superb, true. superb. And, oh man. <sighs> Still it's, look it's, at some of them videos of him scoring when I was at them games and you see the FA Cup final and all that sort of stuff. And it was yeah. just like, Jesus, what he could he could have. Oh, he could have. He could have been. I mean, I I still like when I see. Um, 
if like if ever Sean Wright Phillips comes up on like telly, I can't watch it. I still can't. I still can't stand the man. You know, he's, and, it, and again, such a West Ham thing. I think he's the smallest player to ever play for England or something like that, and he basically ruins a man's career. You know, mm. Mm. and uh, yeah, no, he's he was. You're right. That's a really good analogy of him, Shearer and sharing him in one person because he did. Yeah. You know, and it's like. And I don't think I don't think people I don't think we'd had a strike not like, not even West Ham England have had a striker like that. I mean, you know, Harry Kane is not a skill. I don't he would never beat a man with a you know a turn of pace or anything like that. Um, whereas you know, Ashton had it all. He had he had skill. He had the he could he had the intelligence. He I mean some of his goals he scored. I mean the Mark Noble testimonial. He still scored them like that. You know, um, I oh, just he was just a great player, wasn't he? absolutely superb yeah superb player i mean and that fa cup final i mean just just him he's i'm sure you know what i, I was so drunk out there i'm sure he scored he did score didn't he <laughs> He did yeah he did yeah, yeah. just watching you know, that game when we was was it two nil up then two one and just having him there you knew we always had a chance of something yeah yeah and, and I also, I also think it was the training ground as well, which didn't help. His, his, his That's what people growth. said, wasn't it? There was a lot, of, there was a lot of that where people would keep getting injured, and they always, and the training ground was Chadwick was blamed, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, touch woods. At the moment, I think we've got a fully fit squad now, haven't we? Because we're gonna now, now Jack's not there longer with us. Um, I think we've got a fully fit squad. I think now, which is again something which doesn't happen a lot, you know. But um, yeah, it was just a shame because he never he never came back the same player, and he, he obviously it was such a bad injury. I mean, even now you watch, you know, I sort of obviously follow him on Instagram and stuff, and he's sitting there, and he's all ready to watch the match, and you see he's still got like a pillow under his leg. Really? Um, yeah, when his legs are, you know, he's got his legs out stretched, and he's got a pillow there. I think he, I think he says he like put a little arrow to it so I don't so the cartilage doesn't drop in or something like that. It's like, fucking hell, you know, it's like really, really fucked it up and um, never really recovered. And it's a terrible shame because it's a shame for England and for West Ham and England, because I think he would have been the, the partnership to Rooney that everyone thought. He might've been a West Ham player for much longer because he might've been at Man United, but yeah, I Still. think he would have gone to Man United. Like another season, he would have. I reckon he would have yeah. stayed, and it would have been too much to, for him to not go there. Yeah. Would he? You know I mean? No, no, exactly. For he could do, but uh, yeah, top top bloke. Um, yeah, no, we'll let that one in. We'll slit that one in. No, I like that. That's good, man. Much. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure. It means that oh, I was say the alternative would have been Jonathan Caleri, but obviously he didn't play over a hundred games. So I knew you were toying between two, but yeah, yeah Savio would have one. Savio. Oh god, oh, Savio. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? We, we we do like some of the other. We do like silly game shows. We do this one called Pointless, where people have to pick their sort of their their elevens, and the idea is it hasn't been picked on a hat or one of these shows. And yes, like we, we've had some dross, you know, we've had some amazing players and actually, you know, so this is a hundred games, you know, sort of criteria. You've, you've gone for a load of great players, but we've had some dross, you know, it's like, it's some real, you know, uh, some real shit's come through the door, but uh, no, <laughs> and that's the thing, but this, this, that's why it gives everyone, it gives, you know, it gives a shout out to Jonathan Spector, you know, it gives a shout out to David Di Michele and, um, yeah. Louis Jimenez, 
I used to love oh, him. Jesus, I forgot about him. I forgot about him. He was a good player. Generally, bleached yeah. his head, didn't he? Because, and again, I it's like I'm rubbish at, at seasons, but I remember players based on the shirts with Louis Jimenez. I remember that awful checkerboard SBO bet one we had. Do you remember it was awful? That, that was that. I think that was before that. No, or it would have been after where we had the patches. Do you remember we had the awful patches? Oh, <laughs> oh dear. You had the BAC when we had the BAC Windows sponsors where the shirts just looked too big on two on it was like one size fits yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like I saw we're doing this um this will be out after we've done it, but we're doing like a show at a Trevor Sinclair like appreciation show. Oh, and I was looking at when he like when he's joined and he had like the, the Dr. Martin shirts on and he's like his his arms are like he had like bingo arms, like the arms were so far out and it's like nowadays they're so like you know tailored to the players but it was just like so flappy wasn't it yeah. how fast he yeah. could have run if he didn't have like half a kite behind him you know half a parachute holding him back but uh no, what a player good. he was as well, oh, well player. brilliant player and a love and again like a lovely bloke top top guy they're all you know he's just like even like like monks and and bish and mad dog they all bishop you know bishop oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trouble isn't it martin allen. Oh, martin oh. allen now yeah yeah some stories about martin allen yeah no then then you know doing this channel they you know they've, they've always been so gracious to give you their time and 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 you know because they like talking about the old days and you know it's um oh it's lovely it's lovely to hear from them because it's like that was my era so it's like you know seeing people yeah. like that and talking to them and Kevin Keane and shit, like, you know, God, dude. it's like, yeah, it's like Kevin Keane, he's, his car partner, he's like carpool um, guy was Martin Allen. Could you imagine them wow. two in a car? Cause they both live West, West London as well. Going around M25 every day to Chadwell Heath together. I don't know how they, I don't know how Kevin copes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Top guy. Anyway, Mark, it's been, it's been lovely. It's, you're probably due another pie mash in a minute. So I don't want to keep dinner gonna time. Go to the Roman road. <laughs> Love it. Oh, thank you, mate. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank um, you, man. And obviously, thank you to everyone else for watching or listening. Um, whatever you do, give it a like, give it a share. And for myself and for Mark, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come on your irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. See you. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.